Welcome to Go Home Eat, a fiery podcast, as we have Justin calling in. What's up, Justin? What's up? All right. Let's get into Raw. You ready? Let's do this. Let's just go ahead and cut to the chase, because a lot of this (laughs) is tag team turmoil, and we'll go with probably one of the more anticipated matchups for all the wrong reasons on a Raw lately was the... Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax title match because of the supposed um, whatever what happened during the match they had the week before. And you're not a fan of the... What's that? Yeah. Well, uh, if nothing else, there was a left-right thrown. There was a Mm two-piece. There was definitely... I don't know if the biscuit was delivered, but there was definitely the two-piece. Right. Now... It looks like when they started this match out, what they were trying to do was to um, simulate a shoot fight, right? They It was all pulling hair and pushing into the wall and the referee trying to get between them and kind of a chaotic beginning. And then we wind up kind of getting a, a normal-ish fight, although Baszler had kind of... They teased Baszler and Nia breaking up, which they've been doing for months if not a year. and not a, a whole year, Kevin? It's been a long time. They've been teasing and breaking up. And I think we got it finally, but we'll get to that. Um, you have Baszler grab the mic pre-match and, and question whether or not Nia will choke again because she could beat Charlotte twice in a row. And then you have, at different points of the fight, there being a little bit of, back and forth between Baszler and Nia. And then at the, at the tail end of it, when Nia might be winning, and I thought this was a real, I thought it was a good match. I thought that Charlotte performed very well, and I thought Nia did fine. Um, they protected Nia a little bit with the ending by putting Baszler on the ring apron and distracting Nia and then having, because Charlotte's elevated to the second rope and and. Nia is going to put her away, and then that is the perfect spot for the elevated natural selection, which finishes the match. What did you think about all of this? It was a lot. It was a lot of moving parts in this one match. Because that wasn't none of that was even the point of the match. Correct. Because the point of the match winds up being a playground episode post-match where... Go ahead. They did something that, that they don't usually do. They screwed this up with the tape. You know, usually they've got it down where the person in the ring responding to the videotape person sounds like it's live. You know, but Alexa started too soon. Like, Charlotte missed a, missed a spot right there for a sec. Or somebody, the editor or somebody. But it gave it away that it was a recorded I didn't even notice. <laughs> My bad. I didn't even notice. But yeah. So obviously, uh, Alexa winds up interrupting the thing and inviting her to the playground. Charlotte refuses. She doesn't want to play reindeer games. And we have Alexa disappearing and showing up in the ring, which obviously was ruined for you by the fact that you kind of knew it wasn't taped. I mean, it was well, taped. I but yeah, it did. It's just I noticed it. Usually they're really slick about that stuff, you know. 
perhaps it'll happen on live television. You can't make everything perfect, but it was just usually they, you know, yeah, they catch it. Yeah, Charlotte was huffing and puffing though during the segment too. <laughs> yeah, she was wore out. Yeah, she was wore out. Um, she been carrying Nia Jax for the last ten minutes. That's a that's yes yes. Um, then you had. Alexa appear in the ring and she's like, what do you want? She points at the belt and we're going to get this program. And you're right. It was kind of funny because we have a match that was really heavily anticipated due to whatever happened last week. And what winds up being the point of the match is, and I don't, I'm I'm a big fan of undercurrent, undercurrent themes and things like that. But it did seem odd that the whole point of this match, which was really supposed to be important due to what happened last week was really mm-hmm. that Shayna Baszler's going to break up with Nia and Alexa is getting a match with Charlotte, right? See, they don't... They don't seize on things in timely matters. I, I, I fully suspect, like, a month or two from now, they'll come back to the Charlotte-Nia thing mm-hmm. or something like that or after the Alexa Bliss. They don't ever seize on stuff in the moment. Right. This could have been a program that ended. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> I think that they did not anticipate what was going to happen last week and so they couldn't go away from it. You know what I mean? Like they wanted <laughs> like like this should not have for them, this shouldn't have been as big a deal with this match, but hey, they you know, for whatever reason, Nia got mad and threw a right cross, and everything got weird. And so now, all of a sudden, you kind of you can't just run away from it, right? You have to kind of do yeah. something with it. And then, but they still have a plan for Alexa in the playground, which I'm sure if Alexa's wrestling Charlotte in the playground, all the shenanigans are coming into play, right? And so they've got a lot of moving parts, probably setting up that match already. It's probably going to wind up being, I, I would assume, cinematic, right? Uh, you would think. I mean, you I, would think, I would think that Alexa's going to throw fire at her and stuff, you know? Now, here's the <laughs> We know Charlotte can wrestle. We know Charlotte can do a lot of things. Do you think Charlotte can do a cinematic match? Do you think she can. Do you think Charlotte can act? Is my question. That's interesting because isn't she. Um, wasn't she supposed to be doing some kind of uh, attempt at doing a Walking Tall remake or something? Yes. So, of course, we never saw that hit the airwaves. So, who knows? I've never seen that yet. <laughs> so, maybe she can't. We'll see. Like is, you said. Is, is that locked in the same production hell as the Chaperone 4 or something? Uh, Triple H, get well, buddy. Get well, buddy. We miss you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> goodness gracious. Yeah, so. We all know Vince gave him that heart attack. <laughs> oh, ow. Ouch. But here we go. So, um, I, I do kind of think it's going to be fascinating to see if Charlotte can act, if they hit a home run with this program. Because if they can't hit a home with this program, don't you kind of got to go away from this? With Alexa? <sighs> I I don't know. They're kind of invested in it. They are. They are, and they. I mean, great. I'm sure that Lily dolls are just moving off the shelves left and right. 
That's what matters, Kevin. That's uh, what matters. Staying in the women's division, Dewdrop promises to destroy Eva Marie. I, I liked I, I liked Dewdrop's program uh, promo. Oh yeah. I like the fact that she referenced her name when she talked about dumping her. I, I like Ty, I, I like Niven. Uh, I think this could be really great. Mm-hmm. Once she once she finishes this match, what what Ray? Uh, I'm sorry. What Justin? I, I just think she you know she's got a lot of presence. She's got a lot of she's so athletic in her way. Yeah, she's got a lot of upside. Yeah, once she once she once Piper gets Piper Niven gets done or or Dewdrop gets done with. Um, Eva, it's a, it, she's off and running, and I, I love having her in this division. And I, I or move her to, you know, when they do the draft, move her to the other one, because she would be on this show. There are a couple of big, strong. Oh, there's Naya. <laughs> so if yeah. you move her over to the other one, she's unique on that show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And oh, we'll get to the other show when, when we talk about the other show. All right. Uh, that was all for the women's division on the show? Is that right? No, no, no. We had Nikki Ash. Oh my goodness. Yes. We had a we had what you loved the most. What what? What what are they doing with Ripley, Kevin? She's a tag team partner. Right? She's a buddy cop movie. <sighs> what a, this is this is God deep. Do you think she sees the writing on the wall? What do you mean? Dude. Well, is she a heel? She, we just spent how many, like, two months turning into her heel? We spent WrestleMania since, uh, and, you know, working toward it, working toward it, working toward it, and, and now we're just going to do this? None of this, none of this makes any sense. But she's but she's a buddy cop now. They're about to be the yeah. tag team champs, buddy. No. But yeah, because we haven't done that. Wait. <laughs> With every uh, let's let's look at the tag teams going around right now. We got AJ and almost. Mm-hmm. Same thing. We got uh uh RK bro. Same thing. We've got. I know there's more that I'm just not rattling off the top of my head right now. Of the odd couple pairings, they get on these kicks, man, and they do well, the same Nia, thing. Nia and four different. Shana. Yeah, that's an odd couple pairing right there. Yeah, um, they started. It's just they get on these kicks, and then you see the same thing over and over and over again. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but that being said, you don't you don't particularly like the format where you wrestle the champ, beat the champ, and then got to beat him again. No, I think that's stupid. That's what you meant by not liking it. Yeah, that's what I meant by not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they Have do beat the champ. The, so. All right, Kevin, you've you ever watched a martial arts movie? A few times. Where? Yes. You never watch, you know, or any sort of a action fight movie where you had to beat the big boss guy first, then fight him again and beat him. Many times. Why would you? 
If you beat him one time, the second fight, I mean, everybody knows you can win. Well, see, they took the format of the Rocky format where you lose to the champ or you lose the championship and then you fight your way back and redeem yourself. You lose the first fight with the with the bad guy and then you come back and beat him the second time and they flipped that. Yeah. They subverted our expectations, Kevin. <laughs> My expectation was for this to make some sort of sense. They tri- They got me. Okay, so here we have the tag team, uh, Buddy Cops, Ripley and Ash, and they do. Do you think they have chemistry together, or you don't? I do. Yeah, I think if Nikki wasn't dressed up like, you know, she, Spirit, what, what's the Halloween stores that pop up? She looks like a mascot for you know. Well, those Halloween stores that takes over the Toys R Us that closed down. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I, I will say this though about the match itself. Natty is so good, and she may do the best suplexes in the business, men or woman. It's up there, buddy. It's up there. She is so good, and she they wind up losing, but I, I like I like that tag team. You know, they are a little bit of a. They're not the same kind of wrestler either or person, you know, but they work together really well. But that's because they've been doing it a while now. It is it is strange that you've seen as... Because, okay, this is a decent way to segue into what the main part of the show was, is you have a tag team turmoil, which, which takes over the bulk of the show, right? Mm-hmm. And it is interesting that they've taken these people that they, that they have had as single stars for quite some time... And they've put them in tag teams, and now it looks as if we are attempting to create buzz with our tag teams, right? I mean, we've had multiple matches on Raw. We've had multiple um, programs running at the same time as we're trying to build Mansoor. We're trying to build Mason. um, I'm sorry, Dijakovic. And we're trying, uh-huh. we're trying to, you know, they did manage to build AJ and almost, which is partially due to the fact that AJ's, it's you're, it, you cannot give AJ a program he can't make work. And uh, Randy Orton has made this work. It looked like maybe he went away and figured out how and came back, and it does work. And also, they did do a good job of building Riddle as this crazy Mark, as by paying tribute to Randy when he was gone that whole time, right? Mm-hmm. So these things have kind of worked, but it is interesting that in order to create a buzz in your tag division, you took your single stars, and it looks like they're trying to... Well, they have to do that a little bit with the women's division anyway because they didn't have women's tag teams up until fairly recently, right? You didn't have that as, a, as an aspect of your show, it is strange, though, to pluck. You have Ripley, who is kind of the diamond, right? She's the young, up-and-coming star, and sticking her as your... I'm, I'm going to assume that they will win the titles, right? This, this seems like their version of a feel-good story, right? Yeah. And... um They win the titles, and they can probably rotate to the different shows a little bit. Which and defend the titles, and that would. 
Well, hold on. Let's go back to this. Does it feel like they're really going to be going to and from different shows? Are, are they going I mean, back to NXT? Because NXT has its own women's tag team championship belt. No, they're never going to NXT. The only They're only going to go to SmackDown or Raw. It's going to be SmackDown Raw because NXT has their own tag team champions. Well, SmackDown ain't even got a women's tag team. Remember the tag team champions are supposed to be the rotators. There's only one women's tag team champion between the between the two. I know shows, so. I, I know that, but I'm I'm I feel like the rotating part has gone away. I haven't seen them very much on SmackDown. Well they ain't got time for that well, on SmackDown. No, they got they got they got stuff to do over there. <laughs> Correct. Correct. All right. So we have this thing called tag team turmoil set up and we I thought that the first hour of this show, which was all tag team stuff, was great. What about you? I loved it. Right. Holy crap, the start of the show was wrestling. Right. Well they did have it's some talking. Wonderful. Go ahead. I'm just I mean, yeah. I mean it's just I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I liked the format. I liked the concept. It's a cool tournament. You will always have me with a cool, stiff tournament. I love tournaments. I think it's just a great format to create drama. It's instant drama. Why does every, you know, when you need drama in a martial arts movie, make up a tournament. When you need drama in a, you know, superhero movie, you set up something looks like a tournament, just about. It's a good format. Right. The, the, the cool thing about this was, okay, they set up, the, the talking segment was primarily, at the beginning, was primarily utilized to set up the fact that we're going to put Bobby Lashley and MVP in the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, as Bobby is looking for two belts. and then But it also lets us know that Randy is coming for Bobby because as, he, as they got into it the week before, Randy realizes, hey, well, maybe I want two belts, too. And he hits the RKO on Lashley to end last week's episode. So Bobby winds up, I think, against MVP's better wishes, challenging or allowing Randy to challenge him at Extreme Rules for his belt. And so the winner of this tournament would get the challenge for the tag belts. And I'm I'm all in in all of this. I think this is a cool setup. I like it. You right. got what you're gonna. Ha- you're gonna have two matches out of this. You're gonna have Lashley Orton for the big belt, and you're gonna have Lashley MVP versus Orton and Riddle for the tag team belt. I mean, again, that this is good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like this. I like the story it tells. It's a, again, you can get a lot of drama out of this. Okay, low key though, the New Day when they come to the ring are dressed as the Outsiders. Ooh damn skippy which means they're going to aew right that's what i think i uh, think okay. new deck to aew confirmed <laughs> right right okay. well and he'd already done it once when he came uh xavier had remember he came out as razor ramon at the pay-per-view at SummerSlam. yeah and he kind of had that outfit on in his singles match too yeah yeah it's awesome okay so this this uh Viking Raiders versus New Day match I thought was fantastic. The Viking Raiders wound up looking really strong. I, 
I didn't think about it at the time, but having New Day go over made sense on multiple levels. It allowed New Day to have to fight through the whole show just about. Mm-hmm. And, and allowed for, and, and they did it. And, and it also allowed for every team they wrestled to look good because when you wrestle the New Day, you can't help but look good, right? Yeah. And, like and the Viking Raiders look good in defeat here, which is, I think was you know what we're trying to get accomplished. They beat up the New Day pretty bad. Then we have an interesting matchup as with as Gender and Veer wind up wrestling the New Day, and I think the, my main ta- this was okay, but my main takeaway here is Gender's eating all the pins, which is weird, isn't it? Well, it tells doesn't it make you wonder if they they don't want Veer and um, the other Shanky. guy Shanky Shanky. If they, I can't believe they have a guy that huge named Shanky. Okay, but it, maybe they don't want those guys eating pins right now because they want them to be finished products and to still look like killers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I can't figure it, tells it out. You who, it tells you who the who the asset they think is right. long term. Right. Which tells me, again, Vince McMahon says, those guys are huge. Have you seen them move? Well, yeah, but you can get away with that in tag team wrestling. Yes. You know, you could, you could if, if 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 the story winds up being we wind up with gender as the manager of these two guys in the tag team division, that will be formidable no matter how athletic whoever the wrestling is. That's true. You know what I mean? And I, dude, is that where they're going? Who knows? You know, they're they're they have failed me on other occasions. Um, Lindsay El Dorado and uh, Graham Elite. I thought this was incredible. The next matchup as they come down, did what did you think, dude? How bad do you ever want to see Lucha House Party versus the Lucha Bros? Is that not? Can you imagine what those four could put on? Yeah, because I think common opinion would be the Lucha Brothers are light years above them, but. I- if you watch enough WWE TV, you know that there's nothing the other two can't do. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just the presentation's different because on this show, they're... Uh, these guys look like killers, and these guys are both like chumps. They're, what's the... What's the, what do they call it? What do they call it? Enhancement talent. Yeah. Right. But remember they got to be on NXT there for a little while, and they just killed it and got well, a shot? Great. Yeah, I know it. They're world class. Yeah, there's not too you know? many people uh, better than El Dorado or, or Grand Metal League no. at what they do. And right here. And they, I mean, and New Day, you know, those those four guys, you put them in a ring, you're not going to get a bad match. This is what bugs me about WWE. They have great tag teams. Right, and we got to see it so much. Even Mason T-Bar come out, right, and they dominate. And, and, some, and, and as they're dominating... It's interesting because a couple of these, I was I wondered with you whether you would hate the fact that they won several of these in with roll ups, New Day, right? But I think that to tell the tale of we continue to win matches and for everybody to look good, you kind of have to do this some, right? But mm-hmm. but like with this match with Mason T Bar, they look like killers. They beat them up and then they lose on a stupid roll up, which you can see the big awkward guy loses on the roll, you know, but. The trick here too is post match they beat him down. Oh yeah, 
and then that allows you to, to further, and then there's a little bit of a back and forth between Mansoor, as for whatever reason, I think he was trying to help out New Day, and and but not as bad as what they did to New Day, of course. And then we get the match, and you further, okay, you, you still have the issue between Mansoor, Ali, and, and Mason T-Bar, but then you continue to tell the story between Mansoor and Ali as Ali is like, take advantage of the fact that these guys are hurt. Yeah. And, and, we stand here, we let these two giants murder them, let them walk out, and then we go pick the bones and move on with our night. That right. was the smart play, but that wasn't the Mansoor play. I agree with Ali on this one. Right. Now, we did have Sonya not allow for this this thing to continue because what she didn't want was the DQ-style thing where WDQ and tournament ends. So everybody gets to go lick their wounds and uh, go through concussion protocol, which is, an, which is roughly 47 minutes, and we'll come back and finish the tournament. <laughs> yeah, we got this. But luckily, nobody really looked like they got hurt, so... You know, uh, it was just a break. Right, right, right. Uh, well, really, to give the New Day a break, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Drew and Sheamus wind up coming out and having a banger, and they always do. I'm not going to go too much into this because they've wrestled a bunch of times and we've described them all. It was interesting to me that Sheamus went over. Um, it was even more interesting to me that the baby face that everybody loves didn't accept the loss, even though, again, here's the thing. You have these multiple roll-ups. I'm cool with it. It's in a tournament. I get it. And Sheamus did a roll-up, too. But why didn't you at least just book something in between them? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, he grabbed the tights on his roll-up, and Drew couldn't handle the fact that he lost on cheating, and he dropped Sheamus at the end. But I thought the important thing of all this, as great as the wrestling was, and it was great, and the fact that, you know, Sheamus cheated the win was fine. The important thing was how good Damian Priest was on his calm and cool, tough guy promo where this is what I'm talking about. You saw what that was. That was a fist fight, and we got to enjoy it. And I can't wait to be a part of that again with Shamo. And mm-hmm. that I like. And I love the way Damian yeah. Priest. We can complain, and rightfully so, of all the bad booking decisions WWE has made over the years and over recent times. They are getting Priest right. Well, is they could screw him up, it, you know, but they're letting him let him be him, and it's it's man, they're they're booking him correctly. I agree, dude. How, how do you go wrong with the guy who's like if Vin Diesel and Kurgan from Highlander had a kid? <laughs> That's so beautiful. So beautiful. Okay, so let's move into. We wind up with a moist TV segment. Okay, so the women's division stuff. If you're if you're wondering how we're going out of order, we already talked about all that. Yep. Moist TV. Morrison and Cross turns it. I thought Cross for the first time in a long time sounded great here, as he yeah. would not allow the reindeer games. He he emphasizes the fact that he's coming for more. He's coming for all that other stuff. And Morrison was throwing out all these other people he should beat up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to beat all of them up. But you're getting it tonight. Yeah. And then he goes out and gives it to him. And I feel bad for John, but this is his place right now in the company, making other people look good. And I honestly think he booked this match. Did you see the move where Cross throws him over the top, uh, that, turnbuckle corner? That, and, 
seen that? Huh? I don't. I, I can't remember the last time I saw that. I never if seen. I saw it. And it had to be Morrison. Nobody would think I can throw you over like that, and you'll go over this pole and land on your face, right? Nobody, nobody <laughs> suggests that to another person. So Morrison had to say, "Hey, man, if you flip me over this, I can. I'll, I'll get my hands out. Don't worry, we're good. We're good, right?" Right, because Cameron, if he's booking it, would be like, I I, I suplex you three times and then I choke you, right? We'll do a squash that way. And John's like, well, if they want us to do a squash, how about I slide into you right here and then you scoop me up and throw me. And then I slide into you over here and then you scoop me up and throw me. And then I springboard this way and you hit me in the mouth. And then I... You know, I run at you and you flip me over this thing and I'll land from 10 feet on my head and it won't even hurt. Okay. Yeah, I'll make you look like <laughs> a, a war machine. And he did. He did. I miss war machine. Whatever happened to those guys? Oh. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, how, do you, how did it take him so long to get to this? Okay. My question, this should have been his first match on Raw. Right. Well, Jeff Hardy right. could have done this for him too. You know, if they would have just if they would have just had the last Jeff Hardy match be the only Jeff Hardy match. You we see what people to complain about? Yeah, yeah. We complain about the Gimp mask, the Lord Humongous wannabe. You know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh the fact that Scarlett's not there and that they ruined his entrance. Right. I think Scarlett's coming, though. Cause she's, well, yeah. She's on his T-shirts and stuff, so I'm assuming she's not done. Uh, but moving on, we do have a Jeff Hardy sighting as he is now in the um, comedic division as he is chasing Reginald around with everybody else. And we have found Reginald's rivalry. We have not talked about Reginald a lot. He's killing these segments. He's great in these segments. This was another thing where he has an actual matchup. But the main rivalry we have now, Drake Maverick, baby. Nose to nose. And I think Drake Maverick is perfect for the 24-7 division because I don't know of anything he's been bad at. No, no. No, that's perfect for him. Go out. He's not for that. Go out there with the uh, Belfast Bruiser and do the Cartman for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And okay, I'll make it work. It's fine. You, you know. Oh wait, what was uh, what was? Will Will, uh, the Fresh Prince's brother's name? Uh, Jazzy Jeff. No, no, on the show was it Cartman? Carlton, Carl. Carlton, Cartman's uh, different. <laughs> yeah, Cartman <laughs> <Yeah>. is different. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. He did the Carlton. Okay, moving on. We have we start up with the end of the tag team turmoil, and we get our new day Ali Mansoor. And again, we tell the story of how Mansoor won't delve into the injuries to win the match, which is just childish on my behalf. I think just childish. That's dumb in any sort of fighting sport. We get a 360 nobody home. Trouble in paradise. Walk the rope. Elbow finish. I thought that was well done. Then we get AJ almost. Yeah, then we get AJ and almost versus New Day. 
again, fantastic action. Um, finally, the New Day's, you know, New Day's been wrestling all night. You know, finally they, they submit to the fact, and we have an opposing tag team with one of the great wrestlers in the world goes over them. Then we get the Hurt Business with AJ and almost. And when the moment, the crowd was hype all night. The crowd, these these Monday Night Raw and SmackDown crowds have been hype. And you can say, well, they're piping in sound, but I'm watching people jump up and down. No, no, they were hype, buddy. And when one man hit the ring. When Lashley stood stood nose to uh, sternum to almost. <laughs> when, dude. They were hype, buddy. When I almost hit the ring, man, they were they were they were jazzed. And they were chanting Lashley. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. They were chanting Lashley. It was crazy, right? But then, of course, I thought I thought this match was well done. I thought the uh, I don't know if Bobby could ever get almost up. In any kind of a suplex style thing, I mean, he's so big. I mean, he's he's big show big. You know what I mean? And uh, I bet you a whole paycheck if Bobby Lashley wants to German suplex, almost, almost is going for a ride. You think? Oh, dude, Bobby Lashley's an NCAA heavyweight championship amateur wrestler and a mixed martial artist. That and his center of gravity is about a foot lower. That guy. I was talking about trying to do a standing suplex with him. Yeah, like a German. He could German him. He would kill him. Yeah. Because his head would like post into the ground. I don't think it's physically possible, but if Bobby Lashley wanted to do it to him, almost wouldn't be able to stop him. Wow. Wow. Okay. So anyway, uh, AJ winds up attacking both Bobby and Orton outside the ring when they wind up kind of nose to nose. And the um, then they disperse of Riddle, and then you on on the table as they flop him on top of the table. AJ winds up missing a phenomenal elbow, getting hit with the spear, and we have um our matchup where Bobby and Orton are going into two programs against each other, and the thing on the outside of this is Riddle, who is so good. Now at the end here, we do wind up with. Almost tossing Bobby to the ground, and then Bobby winds up eating an RKO. So you have this what has been booked as this unbeatable champion getting back to back, somewhat humiliating scenarios in two weeks in a row, plus twice at the end of this show. Bobby will probably come out as a killer next week, I would assume, and run oh, roughshod. What's that? I said he's gonna murk somebody. Right, I felt like this was a very good episode of Raw. Oh, it, it was, hey, much improved. There's a lot of good stuff, mainly because they spent their time wrestling. Well, there was that. There is multiple storylines going on in multiple divisions. There are um, there are things that you can think about. They're telling stories in the ring, outside of the ring. They're pacing the show at a much quicker, in a much quicker, just the, the way you're watching it is quicker. You know what I mean? Like, they're moving to the next thing quicker. There's not a lot of bogged down time. Of the, the only thing that was really a bogged down here was the cross segment. 
the talking segment, but that wasn't a bog down because it was perfectly done by Cross. So it was mm. ins- instead of being oh we're bogged down with Miss TV right here. Well, another good thing, you know what you didn't have to do? Watch somebody walk to the ring to sit down and talk and challenge somebody. It oh, was a backstage. Yes. It was a backstage segment. It only took up two minutes. You didn't have to clear the ring to get them to. You know what I mean? It's the little yes. things that allow That's- a show to flow better. Get your pacing right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that completely. Right. Right. I mean, you can spend, you can, every now and then, you know, you don't have to see somebody's ring entrance. They can be in the ring when it's time to wrestle. You can spend on normal days watching any wrestling product. You can cut your show down by a half hour, just fast forwarding through the walks to the ring. You know, and that's crazy. <laughs> It is. I get it. When Edge is walking to the ring, yeah, let's hear it. You know what I mean? When when even you know Lashley's got a really cool intro. You you paid a lot of money for that. Yeah, sure. Give us all the lightning and everything. I get it. That's cool. Roman, part of his gimmick is the slow walk. I get that. That's cool. Everybody ain't got to walk to the ring. Some people can nope. start out in the middle of the ring. All right. So anyway, yeah, yeah. for my man Justin, for me KP, this has been a Go Home Heat production. Copyright 2021. Thank you for listening. Um, check out our friends at the Game Project. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart. That's an app for your phone. It connects all your wrestling with filters so you can get exactly what you want where you want it.